the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 15th and 16th chapters. Jesus said, But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. But I have said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me. And none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. If you were able to ask someone who couldn't breathe what the greatest gift you could give them, the answer would be fairly easy. Your breath. While many of us don't think much about our breathing, it turns out that our breath is our greatest gift because it's all we have. Our breath is our life. And nowhere is this more concretely understood than when someone needs CPR. To think about it in a different way, what is one of the things that you are unwilling to completely give up so you won't have any left over? Seriously, thinking about it, there's probably two things that you're unwilling to completely give up. Your breath and your blood. Because without both, you're dead. This is why your breath is a great gift. The last three verses of today's gospel reading has to do with breath because it has to do with speaking. When Jesus says that he has many more things to say to the disciples, we must remember that words cannot be spoken without breath. In order for Jesus to speak, he needs breath. So whatever Jesus will say, he will say by the power of the Holy Spirit, who is the breath of God. Unlike our breath, the breath of God isn't something apart from God. It is God. All that the Father has given is given to Jesus. And all that the Father has, or another way to say it, The greatest gift the Father has is his life. Jesus and the Father share the same life. 
the life being the breath. They share the same breath because they share the Holy Spirit. This is a little picture of the Trinity, the Father and the Son sharing the Holy Spirit. But this image of the Trinity doesn't stay within them, the three, but Jesus says that the Holy Spirit will be declared to the disciples. The breath will speak whatever Jesus has to say, but it will be said to the disciples. Which means, then, the life of God is shared to the disciples, shared with the disciples, through the Holy Spirit, by his word. At the end of the Gospel reading, Jesus is telling the disciples that the greatest gift God has to give, all that the Father has, is in fact the Holy Spirit, because it is the very life of God. And he is ready to share it with the disciples and with the entire world. Now, God has shared his life through his breath with humanity from the very beginning of creation. Humanity was created when God shared his breath with Adam. In Genesis chapter 2, God took the stuff of the earth, took dust, and breathed the breath of life into the man and he became a living creature. Now, Adam wasn't just alive as uh, being not dead, but in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, Adam is fully alive. Before the fall into sin, Adam was fully alive because every breath he took was the very life of God. It wasn't just Adam, of course, it was Eve and Adam. Their relationship with God it was so close that they shared the same life because they shared the same breath. Adam and Eve were living because God gave them himself through his breath. And there was perfect communion. Now, today on Pentecost, God breathes life into the church when the Holy Spirit is breathed upon the disciples. But this life is the life that's been resurrected. See, God continues giving his greatest gift to humanity through his breath when he breathes his life upon us. But what is different on Pentecost as opposed to the beginning of creation is that this life now that's breathed upon us won't end in death, but will end in resurrection. Pentecost is a big deal because all God has, he gives. And he gives himself fully alive on Pentecost. This spirit now fully alive in the church then transforms our own breath to speak the very word of God. We breathe God's breath when we speak God's word. So just after Jesus ascended into heaven, the Holy Spirit descends from heaven upon the twelve apostles and the rest of the disciples. It descends upon the church. The fullness of God's life is breathed on the church in the form of this mighty wind, the mighty breath of God. But that breath doesn't just simply rest upon those who received it. But because the breath is a living breath, 
it must speak. And that's precisely what happens. The breath of God, the Holy Spirit, must breathe. So he speaks in a way that all can hear in their own language. On Pentecost, the people hear the very word of God in their own language so that the entire world then is drawn into the very life of God. God gives his greatest gift to the world through the church. He gives himself. The God who loves the whole world, that he forgives their sins, that welcomes them into his presence and desires to live with them, does it by breathing upon them through his word. So the world is in need of some CPR, and the Holy Spirit is the very breath that will make it come alive. And the church has been given this breath so that it may breathe upon the earth by speaking God's word. And subsequently, everyone who receives God's word, God's breath, will then be fully alive to live a joyful life here on earth now and to live an eternal life in heaven. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.